0: Law Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in to the Lawyer's Toolbox on ALR PRA Law Talk Radio. Today is Thursday, August 26, 2010, and I'm your host, Nick Augustine. This show is produced by ALR PRA Incorporated, a national law practice management agency headquartered downtown Chicago, Illinois, and serving greater Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, and Washington D.C. We help manage our clients' business so they can spend more time practicing law. Today's guest is Rebecca Palumbo of Rollins Palumbo Creative. Creative Director Rebecca Palumbo possesses over 21 years of advertising, design, production management, and marketing strategy experience. The founder of Rollins Palumbo Creative, she has led the agency to focus on higher end clients, both in the consumer market and the business to business sector. Rebecca earned a Bachelor in Arts from Northern Illinois University with an emphasis in design and photography. For more information about Rebecca, her website uh, for Rollins Palumbo is www.rollinspalumbo.com. That's two L's, R-O-L-L-I-N-S. Palumbo, P-A-L-U-M-B-O dot com. Now, before we begin today, we want to remind everyone that we do have two weekly Law Talk Radio shows. First, the Consumer's Law Journal, which airs every Tuesday, and second, the Lawyer's Toolbox, which airs on Thursday afternoons. Both Law Talk Radio shows air at 3 p.m. Central, which is also 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific Time. We do have a great show for you this afternoon, and we invite callers to uh, email questions to info, I-N-F-O, at A-L-R-P-R-A, or by calling in to area code 917-889-9732 and pressing option 1 to be placed in the caller queue. The telephone number, again, is area code 917-889-9732, and option one to be placed in the queue. By the way, callers today who do call will be eligible to receive free admission to the third quarter social media update 2010 at the seminar that's going to be held uh, in the morning Wednesday, September 22nd here in Chicago, hosted by ALRPRA Incorporated, and the regular price of admission is $25. Now, participants who are not located here in Chicago will be able to attend later via webinar. As a general disclaimer, this general information program includes advice that's shared on this show. It does not constitute professional advice or legal advice on our shows. Results may vary and are based on your specific facts and set and location. You are encouraged always to contact a private professional and you are advised that many laws vary from state to state as they could apply to comments made on this show. Comments made by callers do not constitute professional attorney-client or other professional relationships and all callers do remain confidential and rights to this broadcast are reserved by PRA Incorporated. Without further ado, we'd like to welcome Rebecca Palumbo. Rebecca, how are you today?
1: I am great, Nick. How are you?
0: Good. I am uh I'm doing well and I look Thanks. forward to hearing uh more about how you can do all sorts of great things for lawyers in uh, increasing their potential in their uh law firm marketing and B2B marketing generally.
1: Thank you very much, Nick. I appreciate the opportunity to um share information with your audience.
0: All right. Let's just uh just give a little b- bit of brief background. How did you get interested and or started in this line of work?
1: Um uh, this has always been um from uh from day one in college. Um graphic design, marketing, advertising. Um I'm very strong in the design um portion of this. Uh, When the agency first started 17 years ago, um, I I was doing basically the design and um, then I realized that uh, I knew a lot about direct mail and I knew a lot about marketing strategy. I knew a lot about uh, media placement and um, realized that those were services I was already offering clients. Um, So instead of uh, being a freelance graphic designer, I kind of rolled into a full-service agency.
0: Okay, but you went to school for the Art and Graphic Design Element? Correct. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyone who knows our logo knows that maybe they don't know. You're the one who did it.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much.
0: We're very proud of that. <laughs> you know, everyone always asks me of of the running man, they say, is that you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It certainly starts your personality.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I appreciate that, and I'm glad. And, and again, people uh, often comment and uh, really enjoy the running man. So um, let's just go through uh, some questions to get going. Um, mm-hmm. First, can you define how you interpret marketing and branding for service industry professionals, such as attorneys, first knowing that um, this is not something that's taught in law school, and those who worked at a firm before may not uh, necessarily have thought of this before, and, and as many people now in this economy are starting out their own practices or partnering up, uh, this is something that people are now thinking of. So uh, what really should they be thinking of in marketing and branding?
1: Um, well, for, ad, for um, professional services, especially for attorneys, law firms, um, your higher-end professional services, um, it's really not about um, advertising as in sales. It's really about brand building. Your um, marketing should be specifically um, to build your brand in the true sense of the word. Um, I, I'm not sure if your callers are familiar or if your audience is familiar with um, what branding is. You know, there's three kinds of definition of uh, branding. There is the, you know, brand name, like, um, you know, I use Dove soap or I like Thai detergent. Um, There's brand in the sense of a trademark or a logo, um, kind of like that hot stamp on a cattle, but brand in what um, the marketing term is and what your um, audience should be um, aware of is really the single most valuable asset you own. A brand is the beliefs and expectations that consumers hold about the products or services sold under your corporation name. So it's the service that you provide, the quality of your litigation, your image, your reputation. It's really what you stand for and your brand equity. Um, Brand equity brands define a company immediately. Um, It tells consumers, your clients, who you are, what you do, what makes you special, um, the values that your company represents. Um, As an attorney, as a legal uh, firm, that's really – the, the crucial point of marketing and advertising. That strong brand that you're building constantly will actually drive, I don't know if you want to call it sales or client growth.
0: Now, will it drive client growth and uh, prospects turning into clients and such through? The brand, so the reputation, let me just uh, summarize here. So the mm-hmm. brand is really everything about you that makes you special and unique and what people are going to remember and tell others. For example, um, would it be a fair uh, statement to say, one um, an, an attorney's brand could be that this attorney is very technologically adept or they are they always return phone calls or, or they're very knowledgeable or friendly. You know, The attributes that people remember and pass on, is that what you're talking about?
1: Exactly. That's all built part built into your brand. Um, there should be brand ownership throughout your entire firm. Not only should the partners, the senior partners, think in terms of the brand, but everybody, right down to the um, to the uh, assistant who answers the phone, everyone should think about not just um, providing law services, but they should think about what is behind those law services. What's that reputation? Um, when you are answering the phone with the idea of selling a whole entire firm rather than just one portion of this is my job, I answer the phone, um, you're doing a much more engaged um, job of uh, continuing to build the brand, continuing to build the reputation of a firm, and uh, that's a very, very powerful
2: thing.
0: Rebecca, while we were talking, uh, we had Jim Thompson call in. Uh, he hopped on. Jim, how are you doing today?
2: Nick and Rebecca, I'm doing great. I was uh, just listening to a little bit about what Rebecca was saying, and uh, it's it's so totally true, it's so totally true. I'm glad you agree.
0: One of the things I'd like to ask you, so, uh, Rebecca, when you talk about brand management, um, mm-hmm. or can you talk a little bit about brand management in in the sense of, Managing what types of activities? Besides, you know, you you had a very good point there. um, Something that Jim always talks about too, with you know, the person who answers the phone. What other? What are some other brand management activities?
1: Um, In terms of um, there's there's terms of networking, getting it out there, um, meeting with um, with with uh, contacts that are going to move you into. Contracts and um, you know actual business um, actual cases, um, but there's also you know the nuts and bolts of brand management as well, which means that your letterhead should match your envelopes, which should match um, you know any sort of email communication. Your website should be consistent with those pieces. Um, you should have a brochure you should have a leave behind you should have a custom designed folder for proposals and you know everything should reflect the way you want yourself to be perceived. Um, Companies, businesses, law firms, they can manage their brand, they influence their brand, they communicate their brand, but ultimately your audience is what decides your brand. Um, And you want to make sure that the tools you're putting out there are consistent, they're high quality um, and that your audience is not going to muddy your message.
0: Now, Rebecca, when you say that the audience defines the brand, can you give us a, um, a more clear example with an attorney and their clients, how the clients drive the brand? What do you mean by that?
1: Um, you know what, actually, um, I, sort of topically, um, Sam Adam right now with uh, Rod Um That's very much become... Um, He's driving his brand um I'm not sure if it's a, if it's a, um going to attract um, rod is 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 a different kind of client and um I think that unfortunately it becomes this very bombastic uh showmanship kind of uh law firm um are you really are you really um serving the interests of justice? Or are you um, looking for any technicality, any kind of um, kind of way around things um, to make sure that your client wins? Um, I think that that kind of uh, is, a, is a little bit of a driver. Um, you also look at um, – there's a law firm that I work with out in the um, Joliet uh, area. They have an office in Joliet, an office in Chicago, um, one in the, the western suburbs as well. Um, their firm – is a quiet firm. It is known, it has an impeccable reputation um, as being a um, law firm that um, works with businesses. Um, that's who they're known as. Um, they have a very good reputation. If you Google their name, uh, you know you don't find um, nonsense uh, news reports about them or their lawyers. You find all very high quality reports and reviews. I think also, um, you know, when you start looking at um, law firms that advertise on late night TV, I know probably uh, that's not a, a big portion of your audience. But again, um, you know, the ones that that uh, specialize in injury recovery, things like that. And not somebody that you're going to for real estate. Not somebody that you're going to to necessarily handle your handle your divorce, or um, you know, set you up with a will. Um, Estate planning, things like that. They're definitely the, influencing their brand.
0: One of the things that uh, an individual a client has uh, suggested to me, and Jim, you might uh, want to follow up on this. Um, Rebecca, when you say that your clients drive your brand and what your clients tell other people is so valuable, I know one attorney uh, who has a really great exit interview process and at the end of the litigation or representation, he asked them if they fully understood everything, how they felt the process went, if uh, he met their expectations, so forth and, and so on. And they, at the end of it, he says a lot of people really thank him for going that extra step and doing that. Um, mm-hmm and and they they felt because there is a sense of ownership when you pay significant dollars to any uh service professional you want them to you know it feel it's a good feeling to know that they respect you as the client and they want to make sure that you felt like you got your money's worth
1: mhm client surveys are a phenomenal way to um to engage your um to engage that ongoing relationship. Um, Healthcare uses them quite a bit, and I know that law firms that that use them. Just the fact that you asked the questions um, builds your brand uh, immensely because, as you just said, the clients are very impressed that the the provider of the legal services, the healthcare, whatever it happens to be, um, actually cares about their opinion and is trying to make the next experience a better experience, and that's a huge um, asset to your brand.
0: Jim, uh, before we take a quick uh, break for our first commercial sponsor, would you like to uh, sound off on Rebecca's comment?
2: Well, I I think one of the things that she just mentioned, and and I think it goes a long way, is is the client survey um, for two reasons. Number one, um, it lets the clients know that you care about them and what they thought, about the service they received, etc. But the other thing it does is it gives you, the law firm or the lawyer, an indication of the type of services you are providing. Um, You may think you're doing a great job in one area and that's your opinion, but when you get a client survey back and they say, well, this is what we would prefer you do in this area or that area, that gives you a real good read on, on what your clients are really thinking and you can... And in both ways, you can either build on what clients are telling you or you can uh, seek to correct some of the things that, that you may not be doing. So I think client surveys are almost a must for any law firm. Mm-hmm.
0: Very good to, point. Very good point.
2: To piggyback on that
1: really quick, do we have a sec?
0: Go ahead.
1: Um. What Jim said about strengths in some areas and weaknesses in the other that the the, um, lawyer, the law firm, may not even perceive, that goes back to that um, where you're influencing your brand but your audience is determining your brand. If you think you're very strong with um, client communications but it comes back that you're not on your client survey, um, that's really your brand. So you need to uh, work as hard as you can on um, concentrating on that's your, you know, that, that this is a weakness, we need to work on it. Influence, again, that brand, and it's going to come back where your audience determines, yeah, they are pretty strong on those client communications.
0: That's a very good point. Thank you, Rebecca. Let's pause quickly for identification and sponsor break. For those of you who are just tuning in, you are listening to The Lawyer's Toolbox on Pra Law Talk Radio. When you need the right legal services to advance your creativity, and we're talking about trademark and copyright, as well as other intellectual property matters, you should call the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme. Attorney Nancy K. Ducharme brings big law firm experience and reputation to her intellectual property law firm, serving national corporate clients in the areas of trademark, copyright, Internet law, and advertising law. You can find the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme by visiting nkdlaw.com and also by searching for the law office of Nancy Nancy K. Ducharme on Facebook. By clicking the like button on the law firm's business page, you'll receive periodic blog updates with recent developments in the rapidly changing field of intellectual property law. Now, back to the Consumers Law Journal, or actually, sorry, back to the uh, Lawyers Toolbox is our Thursday show for our attorney listeners. Um, We want to encourage listeners again to call in by dialing area code 917. Eight eight nine nine seven three two. Press option one to be placed in the queue. If you have a question for our guest today, who is Rebecca Palumbo of Rollins Palumbo Creative, again the telephone number to call in and ask a question is area code nine one seven eight eight nine nine seven three two and option one to be placed in the caller queue. Uh, back to you, Rebecca. Uh, we were just talking a little bit about brand management and exit surveys. Um, mm-hmm there are so many people who are involved in the process who might some other people be in the marketing team uh, and how would you define the marketing team is it just people there at the law firm what other outsource professionals are there how much could you or should you use them what's your experience with some of your clients with developing their marketing team
1: um, the first thing I think you need is is a one central point person um, be that an agency or um, your own internal um, marketing professional um the law firms that i usually work with i'm working directly with um a senior partner junior partner who then um, takes those materials back to um, a larger committee who uh, makes sure that what i'm doing is um a a direct a direct reflection of the way they want themselves to be seen um beyond Uh, Who needs to be on your marketing team? Um, A full-service agency I would highly recommend. So you not only get design, you get copywriting, um, you get uh, help with websites if you need it. Um, A social media plan is very important. Um, That's becoming more and more valid as we continue um, into the 21st century. Um, The biggest thing that I find that uh, you need to have are people who are committed To your success, Um, you need to find people who truly buy in to what you're offering. Um, They truly believe in the services that you're providing. They can stand behind your law firm 100%. They should be your biggest cheerleader, whether they're just designing a logo, um, designing a brochure, doing your social media. They should understand your firm and want to promote it. They should be just as excited about your brand as you are.
0: Rebecca, we uh, it's funny that you have mentioned some of the uh, people who support uh, the marketing team. I think that we have a caller on the line who is uh, an individual who certainly would like to uh, be a part to help a marketing team. Caller, would you like to go ahead and say hello?
1: Um, uh, hi, Rebecca. It's Nancy Ducharme. How are you? Hi, Nancy. I'm great. How are you? Oh, good, and I I want to uh, mention that uh, Rebecca had a hand in uh, designing my logo, so I'm I'm a fan of of, uh, your firm. (laughs) Um, But I wondered, uh, since you had mentioned the social media aspect, uh, and I know that uh, in the days when I had studied marketing long ago, there was no such animal, um, how does a social media plan impact on branding, and how can uh, a firm business uh, utilize and and take charge of of, uh, the messages that are Going out there, um, one of the biggest things that I like to stress about social media um, is it is not the be all end all it is one channel um, and that 's very important for people to remember. Um, I think that there's this perception that um, i'm going to get a Facebook page and the clients are just going to roll through my door.' I'm not going to happen um, The great thing about social media and the wonderful thing. That um about brand management with social media is that you now have a public forum for a conversation um, back in the old days um before social media, you had a lot of word of mouth out there, and it, they could say um very negative things about your law firm, your business, and you really did not have any sort of recourse to respond. Uh, the nice thing now is that when somebody clicks on your Facebook page or in your LinkedIn account and says, "Hey, you know what? I had this um, very positive um, uh, experience," um, you can say, "Oh, great! Thank you so much. We're going to work to make that even more positive. How do you see we can, you know, we can even tweak that to be better?" If somebody chimes in and gives you a negative comment like you know oh you're um you know the the person who answered the phone was extremely rude to me um, you can make it public immediately that you know this is a is a is a problem you're happy that the person um let you know that there's a problem and that you're going to work as hard as you can to rectify it you are managing your brand constantly right in the public eye um that's what social media does thank you very much i was very happy to design your logo <laughs> Thank you, and thanks, Nick, for the opportunity to ask a
0: question. No no problem. Thanks for calling in, Nancy. Any uh, other bye-bye. questions? Uh, right, not bye-bye. yet. I may call back. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, one of the things that uh, Nancy uh, uh, brings up um or actually, one of the things, Rebecca, that you brought up, that social media is a, is a two-way street, and that's something that I, I've heard more and more people talk about, and I'm, I'm glad because that's one of the things that you know we talk about at ALRPRA, too, for our clients is that, Um, You know, social media being a two-way street, not only Facebook, but LinkedIn and blogs are considered Mm -hmm. social media, too. But um, we should not forget about offline marketing. Can you talk a little bit about the difference between the online and offline traditional approaches and whether you think that there's a better opportunity now for offline since more people are doing everything electronically?
1: Um, I am a huge believer in um, traditional marketing when it is done properly. Uh, I have so many people say to me, you know, I spent all this money on a direct mail campaign and, uh, you know, nothing, I got nothing back. Well, you know what, you need to talk to a professional. You need to talk to somebody who is going to go through every step of the way and talk about your ultimate client because they're out there and they're out there in droves. Um, Is your ultimate client um, a business? Or a uh, individual. Um, is it a man or a woman? Is it someone who is in their 20s, their 30s, their 60s? Um, there are so many variables that go into finding your ultimate customer. And when you find them, when you define very closely who those people are that are going to use your law firm services, you can find them. There is information. Um, Big Brother is truly watching us. They know how old we are. They know how much money we make. They know where we live. They know where we vacation. They know how many children we have. They know how old our kids are. Um, They know how many people are in your business. They know what business you're in. They know, um, you know, the last time you had any uh, legal troubles. It's all there. It's all public records. Um, What we can do is we can find all that information. We can pull a list of people, of businesses, that are your ultimate customer. From there, you want to craft a campaign that is attractive, interesting, uh, compelling. They need to pick up this um, direct mail piece and read it. Don't put it in an envelope with your name on the on the upper uh, left-hand corner because if it's coming from someone that I don't know, chances are I'm going to throw it in the trash without even opening it. If it's a big, huge, popping postcard in the mail, uh, you know, a nine by six, an eight and a half by five and a half, um, these those kinds of pieces can be be designed extremely elegantly. They can be absolutely beautiful. They can be a beautiful reflection of your brand. Um, I work with another uh, kind of professional service, and he has a very elegant, very finely tuned brand. Um, His mailers reflect his brand very accurately they are classy the colors are muted and soft um, and he gets very positive results from those uh, when you talk the, speak the right language to the right people at the right time enough times they pick up the phone and they respond
0: now Rebecca what how much content would be in those mailers and what when you do describe a mail talk about a mailer can you describe uh, is it a postcard or is it a a trifold what 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 are you describing usually
1: you know a lot of that has to do with a product or service that you are offering um, if you' uh, if you're doing something that that everybody's kind of very familiar with. Um, you probably want, and honestly, there's a big difference if you're marketing to women or if you're marketing to men. If you're marketing to men, you want to use a, a, um, a bunch, a series of, of very quick bullet points. That also goes for business owners, whether they're men or women. Um, people really don't have a lot of time to read narratives anymore. Um, so what I usually do um, when I know I'm going to deal with businesses or personal. Um, I do, you know, a business-to-business or a business-to-consumer campaign, we do a really nice mix of bullet points and narratives. Um, Women like to read narratives, people with a little more time, um, older people, um, people who are a little nervous about entering the process, Uh, maybe they've never called a lawyer before, they need a narrative. They need something that that guides them through, um, you know, we know that this is an anxious process. We know that this is something that you've never done before, and we're going to guide you through it very carefully and efficiently. Um, On the other hand, Those people also need to see laid out very clearly, we do wills, we do estate planning, we do divorces, we do real estate transfers. Um, Those kinds of things need also to be bullet pointed. So it kind of needs to be a little bit of a mix of that, um, you know, the narrative with the bullet points. Um, Mailers can be all different formats. Um, If you're trying to get your name out there and blanket um, everything, uh, you might consider a folding mailer. Um, the only uh, issue that I have with that, and, and I always tell my clients, whoever they are, um, you need a strong call to action. Because if you're just distributing information, um, it becomes something that gets stuck in a file folder. Or it goes, or, or they look at it and they say, well, I don't need that today. And it, it, it goes on a pile somewhere. Um, if you include a strong call to action, um, be it you know it, a, an offer that expires or um, a, a seminar that's taking place, you know some sort of thing that they are compelled to act on it quickly. You're going to get a better return on your investment, and you're also going to get a more accurate, um, timely return on your investment. You're actually going to know um, what you spent and what you got for what you spent.
0: Thank you very much Jim. Do you have any uh comments on your experience as an attorney using direct mailers? Did you ever do anything like Rebecca's suggesting? Do you have any luck with no,
2: that? No, Nick and 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 as uh, you know when I started practicing law back in the dark ages, we were lucky if we could put a one-liner in the uh yellow pages in order to advertise. And then the um uh I guess for lack of a better term, the, some of these folks started they 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 loosened it up and started putting um uh, yellow page ads in on the back of, you know, the phone book, and they do the billboard ads and things of that nature. I never really did a direct mail marketing campaign. Um, and and as I've gotten more and more into the lawyer marketing, the legal marketing, professional services marketing, um, that's an excellent way to, to do things. Uh, as, as I've mentioned to a number of people, I wish I would have known some of the things I've been learning uh, in the last couple of years, because I probably would have been able to retire from the practice of law much sooner than I I was able to do, it's just amazing. But the thing is, there's so much out there that lawyers need to be aware that they need to do the marketing. And there's so many lawyers out there that um, they they think marketing is uh, still yellow pages, and they don't have a clue as to what really can be done. And they they need to talk to people like Rebecca and to see what they can actually do for them.
0: Well, and that's another reason that we are so pleased to have the opportunity to bring people to these shows and have guests like Rebecca on to talk about some of the things that uh, individuals might be interested in but busy uh, attorneys might not uh, have the time to necessarily call and get a consultation or make an appointment with a marketing professional. So we're, again, very pleased to have the opportunity to bring them the show. So, uh, again, anyone who is out there who thinks this might be good information Please go ahead and share uh, the link to this broadcast, the archive link, um, on your social media pages um, and share the information because it's, it's good, free information. Uh, let's take a quick break before we get back to Rebecca Palumbo of Rollins Palumbo Creative. Again, you can get a hold of Rebecca uh, through contact information on the Rollins Palumbo website at rollinspalumbo.com. By the way, you're tuning in to Law Talk Radio's Lawyers Toolbox program that airs on Thursdays. We want to give all the lawyers everything to put in their toolbox, including great marketing tips. Also, getting clients is a good thing. Uh, our, our friend Jim on the line here is part of the Get Clients Now program. He's a seasoned attorney and marketing coach who can help you. Jim Thompson's program, called Get Clients Now, will help you take the crucial steps towards increasing your firm's revenues. The Get Clients Now program employs various time honored techniques help you attract new business, and encourage referrals. Jim is going to be a recurring guest on the Lawyer's Toolbox show regarding attorney marketing. And if you want to learn more information about Jim Thompson at the Midwest Consulting Group, please visit MidwestConsultants.net. And also check out his testimonials on Facebook by searching Get Clients Now. ALRPRA strongly endorses the Get Clients Now program and understands the personal accountability Component of this course You can get in touch with Jim Thompson today By visiting MidwestConsultants.net A reminder to our callers Out there, the telephone number to dial in Is area code 917-889-9732 Option 1 to be placed in the caller queue Again, callers who do call in Are uh, registered and eligible To win free admission to uh, ALRPRA Incorporated's uh, Social Media Update Third quarter social media update program That's going to be held here in Chicago On the 22nd of September of this month, these are quarterly events, and those not available to attend personally will be available to do so by webinar. Back now to Rebecca Palumbo of Rollins Palumbo Creative. Uh, Rebecca, did you have any uh, follow-up comments on what we were discussing on direct marketing?
1: Mm-hmm. There's actually there's um, we're working with a property tax lawyer in the area, and um, just as I had st- uh, stated about um, you know pulling exactly who your ultimate client is. Um that's exactly what we do for um the the uh property tax uh lawyer. We he's identified um he does property tax appeals commercial. So he has identified uh property tax property Commercial property owners all around the Chicago Southland, South Chicago, um, those places, those townships, where uh, there's an there's an awful lot of um, of issue with um, the uh, high cost of property taxes in, in, in uh, Cook County. Um, specifically, it hurts the southern suburbs um, because of the uh, the township issues. What we've done is uh, we craft messages that are um, general in tone. And then what we do is go in and kind of change the copy a little bit for specific townships. Um, we mention uh, filing deadlines, things like that. And uh, we've mailed probably about eight or nine cards with a different, um, you know, a different message each time, keeping with the same general theme. We use a uh, 17th century quote about how property tax is like plucking a goose and you want to pluck just enough feathers to get as many as you can without making the goose scream. Um, And we have this big, funny picture of a goose on the front of the card. They are definitely different. They are um, a very in-your-face approach, and he's getting phenomenal response from them. Um, One thing, we're hitting a pain point. I mean, we are definitely talking to the right people, at the right times, we're hitting them when their property bills show up in the mail, and they freaked out completely and go, "Oh my God, I need to appeal these." Um, so that uh, it's very valid. Um, not only are we is the direct mail campaign, um, so everyone gets these silly geese, you know, all around Southern Cook County. These geese in in all different colors show up. Uh, you know, maybe weeks at a time, maybe a couple of months in between. Um, there's also seminars that the lawyer himself conducts with local chambers, local business groups, um, commercial property owners groups. Um, so he's reinforcing that message through personal outreach. He also runs ads in specialty publications like chamber newsletters, um, business um, business newspapers in the area, he is definitely keeping a presence, and they all have this um, silly little goose on them. So everyone uh, knows that when they see the goose, the geese, the goose, uh, they think of um, this particular property tax uh, uh, attorney, and um, they know to give him a call
0: yeah it's 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 really uh amazing Rebecca the impact you can make with art and design and uh imagery that we remember. can you talk a little bit more about photography uh as it's used and then the psychology of art and marketing
1: mhm um it, it's interesting actually I just uh, met with a with a client's committee um not too long ago, and they actually asked me um why I had chosen the color green that I did. And um, it's very interesting because at the time um, you're putting thought into the, into what you're creating, but a lot of it is self self-conscious, it's intuitive, um, you know what works. And when they said, why did you pick green, um, for one brief half of a second I thought, oh, my goodness, what a question. And then I realized I picked green because it looks like wealth, it looks like stability, um, it looks like continuity. It's a good, solid, classic, elegant color. Um, those are the kind of things that you need to think about. Um, as a lawyer, you should think about colors like burgundy, navy blue, um, again, maybe a deep green. You want to stay away from, um, for, your, um, for your identity materials, um, you want to stay away from very garish things, um, unless you are a, uh, uh, a lawyer that works with, um, you know, placing small children, custody issues, things like that, if children are your focus, go ahead and use those colors. Um, again, it's a branding tool. Um, you want to make sure that the brand you put out there, the visuals that you put out there, accurately reflect who you are and what you do. Um, in that case, you know, um, I always say, God help me for uh, dogs and babies with banks. But if you are uh, you know, a bank that's selling a product that has to do with um, children, then you want a picture of babies. If you are a lawyer that works with, with um, again, custody issues, you want those very warm, loving family pictures um, because that's a, a very stressful time in people's lives. God help them if they're going through a divorce. Um, and they want to see images that make them feel like it's going to be okay. You know, here's mom with the two kids. Here's dad with the two kids, and we're going to work it out, and we're going to make it work. Those kind of in- uh, images can be very warm and compelling. If you are a commercial uh, property tax lawyer, or uh, then you want pictures of the kinds of buildings that you've um, that you've appealed. You want the big mom, the big huge commercial warehouses. You want the small mom and pop stores. You want people to see and visually connect immediately if i'm if i'm a little guy and i get this card and i think oh you know he only works with you know uh 20,000 square foot um w- warehouses i'm not going to be compelled to to pick up that card and pick up that phone but if i see images that make me think oh this guy does work for me um it, i'm going to be a lot more inclined to pick up the phone uh design is very, very important. Um, People can't necessarily do it, and they can't necessarily tell you what's wrong with it when they see it. But there are actual physical reactions that people have to good design and to bad design. Um, Just think of uh, this might be kind of a um, a, a, a silly sort of example, but I think it's very effective. If you look at a straight-backed wooden chair, and you look at a um, recliner, poofy and, and comfortable, you get a physical reaction looking at both of those chairs. The, the poofy recliner, you think, ooh, I can sink into there. I feel comfortable. That straight-back chair, mm, I'm staying away from that one. It's the same thing with design. Um, people know when the type is too big, too small, they instinctively understand that that logo really shouldn't be there. I don't know where it should be, but it shouldn't be there, um, That's why you should talk to a a professional designer, somebody who can put together a logo, um, put together corporate identity materials, brochures, again, those custom folders that will accurately and elegantly, accurately express who you are and who your clients
0: are. Rebecca, let me put you on the spot if you don't mind.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: All right. When I came to you for my logo and design, I had been using my running man and incorporated some other things that I had done and we had done internally. Um, and you took that and made something great. Um, the you know with the brown color and the the embossed uh... you know logo with the different and the running man to the uh... you know running off and he's to the right of, of the logo um, how did you come up with that what what types of things did you think about given that uh... you know i came to you and said rebecca i have a law practice management agency this is a, you know a new type of a thing um, you know not a traditional uh... you know business but you know, something new uh... How, what were some of your thoughts and how did you come up with that
1: um, what I usually do is I go through kind of a list of questions myself mentally. Um, mm. One of it is that um, I need to know what that single most important goal of creating a new identity is. Um, you know, in your case, it was really a, a matter of pulling it together and, um, you know, you kind of had a brand going, but it was a little bit scattered. So the idea was to pull it together and and create something that was a very cohesive single graphic icon um you consider what the core mission is of the organization um you know your what you do in helping lawyers uh practice um the running man is perfect because it really conveys that sense of um you're going to do all the footwork you're the one who's going to take all the stress um and that running man exemplifies that perfectly, having him run off the screen, so to speak, off to the to the right means he 's got really important things to do. Um, he doesn 't have time to run in he 's got to run out um, and actually that's a that 's a big uh, a psychological um, uh, piece when you 're looking at any kind of design um, if you want to keep the the um, the reader engaged in the one sheet that they're looking at, then everything kind of needs to very subtly point to the middle of that sheet. A lot of times with a brochure, you're looking at the cover of the brochure, and you want something off on the bottom right-hand corner that's looking ahead. So um, people get that little psychological twinge that I need to open this up and continue reading it. Um, We also take into consideration who your general target market is. Um, Your target market is lawyers. They want to see something very professional, very buttoned up, um, and very clean and neat. So they know that the person that they're working with is the same, professional, buttoned up, neat, and is going to get the job done. Um, The idea that you need to think about what your current logo looks like, what kind of things do you like about it, what don't you like about it, all that kind of has to play into it. Um, Colors. We need to think, again, about who the target market should be, Um, again, with a lawyer. They want somebody stable. They want somebody solid. Uh, The nice thing about the, um, the running man was he already kind of had a color theme going, so we were able to pick up on those browns and grays and integrate the running man with the type treatment to make that all kind of pull together and make it that one cohesive unit. Um, we considered, of course, the elements that you really liked, which were those running the, that running man, um, and we also considered how that's going to be used. Uh, if people are going to use it on the web, we can get in, in on Facebook, things like that, on, on a website. We can get a little more fun and creative with full color. Um, digital printing nowadays is uh, very reasonable, so we're able to use four color in a in a much more expansive fashion than we used to. Um the fact that you are you will probably never put this running man on a baseball cap um, gives us a little more creative freedom as well. Um, there are law firms though that do want corporate wear corporate identity um you know t shirts polos baseball caps bags things like that. That kind of thing needs to be taken into um, consideration when designing logos and corporate uh identification. Because the running man is going to have a real hard time translating to a stitched um or or embroidered uh piece of artwork on a hat or mm. or a polo um somebody who's using a very um uh, two color type treatment um with a very simple graphic that's going to be real easy to put on those polo shirts those um you know maybe embossed on a portfolio um those are the kind of things that we have to take into consideration when designing a logo and a corporate identity. We also think about um, is there a phrase, is there a slogan that defines your organization because a lot of times we can pick up a theme, we can pick up a tone from that slogan, from that phrase that will help us develop um, something that's, you know, either fun or more elegant, uh, more professional, you know, do you appeal? Do you want us to appeal to, to CPAs? Uh, a whole different market than divorced single women. Um, you know, do you want to appeal to uh, commercial business owners? Do you want to appeal to retail business owners? There's a you know a lot of difference in, in what your approach should be in creating a corporate identity to put out there.
0: Very good. Such great information, Rebecca. Thank you so much. Let's take a break for our third sponsor break. For those of you who have just uh, clicked to tune in, you are listening to the Lawyer's Toolbox on ALR PRA's Law Talk Radio. We have Rebecca Palumbo and Jim Thompson on the line today talking a bit about uh, law firm branding and uh, things that we can do to help our law firms create great messages and get them to the public. Again, Thank you for tuning in to the Lawyer's Toolbox. Uh, We want to let you also know about our third sponsor, who is credit damage expert George Finder. This man can put a dollar amount on damage to credit reputation. George Finder is one of the only credit damage experts in the country, and attorneys and plaintiffs who have retained his services have earned huge damage awards in various practice areas such as personal injury, employment law, family law, and general civil litigation. By learning to incorporate credit damage questions in your intake process, you and your staff will learn to spot credit damage events worthy of retaining George Finder's credit damage analysis services. Right now, any of our listeners who contact George Finder and tell them that they heard about him on PRA Law Talk Radio will receive, free of charge, one hour of CLE presentation. Grab a pen and take down this email address, so you can respond to the special offer the email address is credit damage associates Again, Credit Damage Associates at gmx.com. Again, that's Credit Damage Associates at gmx.com. Send George Finder an email and let him know you heard about him on the show, and you will be qualified for one hour of CLE presentation. Available nationwide, Credit Damage Expert George Finder's website is full of resources. Please visit creditdamageexpert.com to learn more about George Finder and his expert services. Now back to the Lawyer's Toolbox on ALRPRA Law Talk Radio. We are talking with Rebecca Palumbo of Rollins Palumbo Creative. The website for Rollins Palumbo, again, is rollinspalumbo.com. Rebecca, for our final ten minutes, could you quick tell us a little bit on how you would advise attorney clients to call and ask how much marketing, given a certain budget, Uh, talk a little bit about return on investment, um, how long it might take. I know that in any sort of marketing or advertising, people would like to see uh, immediate responses. Uh, Sometimes it takes a while. What do you usually tell people?
1: Um, A lot of that depends on what you're doing. If you're doing um, a piece that's meant to be a brand brand builder or what I like to call a warm and fuzzy, um, or are you doing a piece that's really a direct response? Um, In the case of the um, property tax lawyer, he, it's a direct response. He's going to get phone calls within days of mailing those uh, postcards, of within days of the recipients um, getting them in their hands. He's hitting a pain point, and he's hitting it at exactly the right time. Um, so those kind of things are going to come back very quickly. Um, for an ROI uh, situation, what I tell clients to do is figure out um, what it what it will mean to you to get a return of th- um, three to five percent um, generally people are happy with one to three. Um, we usually get three to five we like you to hit we like you to kind of predicate your numbers on that three percent um, If you got three percent back of what we're putting out there, um, would it be enough to justify the cost of the campaign um, that's the best way to do it. Um, we are always happy to put proposals together and um, talk about how much things cost, talk about how much you have in your budget, uh, and make, and however um, we can, make it worth, either work within that budget or um, hopefully show you that your return is going to be um, considerably greater than the uh, cost to, to put that campaign together. Did that answer all your questions? It did,
0: um, okay. Jim. Do you have any comments on that? When you, if you were uh, still practicing, Jim, and you wanted to hire someone for uh, direct mail campaigns or, or uh, getting things published, what would you, what would some of the questions you would have be?
2: Well, I think Rebecca hit on, on, on quite frankly, going in and asking the lawyer what kind of practice they have, who they're looking for, who are their ideal clients, things of that nature that that you would generally want to know. Uh, so that you could get the information. And I think, and I'm speaking from the standpoint of what lawyers need to be thinking about when they, they talk to somebody like Rebecca is, um, you, you know, what what is their, their, their clientele? What are they looking for? Again, like she just mentioned, what the return on investment. Um, what is it going to cost me? What can I expect on my return on investment? Obviously, you know that it's that, up in the air, but I, I, I think, and, again, she hit on this one thing, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to develop a brand so that you're known out there as this type of law firm and it's an ongoing thing, or do you want to hit a, a hot-button item right away? And the property tax is a perfect thing. Uh, that happens in different at different times, and people get their tax bill, and that lawyer needs to be putting stuff out you know, within days after somebody getting a tax bill and freaking out and saying, hey, you just got your tax bill. Give me a call, and that's—I mean—I can't think of a better way to to get something out there and says you need to call me right away. I I can help you, and so that Rebecca's job is to take the information that a lawyer uh, gives her and and develop a campaign for that that particular particular lawyer. And, And the neat thing about using a professional is that Rebecca's seen things, a professional's seen things, and she can guide you in that. That direction, I might come up with a campaign for myself that I think is the most absolute fantastic thing in the world, um, but that's me thinking about it. You need to get somebody on your team, a professional that knows, you know quite frankly, that this will not work. And or this will work, or she's seen it work. And sometimes you have to sit back and say, I had the greatest idea in the world, and and I've done this with Rebecca because I've used her on some things before. And I'll send something off to her that I think is just the most fantastic thing in the world, and she'll give me a call back and uh, let me know that it wasn't. And that's what you need, uh, because um, my idea of something that's good is not the idea that a potential client or a potential customer out there is going to going to recognize as as being something that's. Uh, going to get them to do something. Uh,
0: you know, I think, I, it, go ahead.
2: Um, I think the um, the biggest thing
1: that I always try to, to um, emphasize to clients is always think about what's in it for them. Um, don't tell me that you are the greatest lawyer that ever lived. Tell me what problem you're going to solve. Tell me what pain point you're going to get rid of and how you're going to make my life easier by um, you know, taking my case to you, um, in, the, in terms of branding, those warm and, warm and fuzzy things, that has to be ongoing. That has to be an investment that you realize you're not, you know, you're, you're distributing your brochure at, at, at an event or, um, you know, you're going to a professional organization. That's not necessarily going to um, get you phone calls back immediately, but it is vital. To your brand building, people need to know who you are, what your bio is, um, what areas you choose to to, to um, emphasize. Um, they need to know what you're doing and 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 where when why they should come to you. Um, again, what is in it for them?
0: I have a follow up comment if I could, real quick. Uh, one of the things that I do with a lot of my clients, and when when we're looking at things and they're talking about ROI. Um, you know, again, a lot of our approach at ALRPRA is to spend more time on the business end so they can be out there networking. And Mm -hmm. we talk a lot about credentialing and it's the same thing. You're talking about brand building. I talk a little bit more about credentialing, Um, but it really is a similar thing so that once we do all these activities, whether they be offline or online, when we network and give someone our card, they can go and see that we have a great logo. We have put money or work and effort into our brand. I mean, I mean, credentialing and brand building are just so important hand to hand right
1: mm-hmm. oh i agree completely i agree completely um if you have a card that uh, a business card a website that is professional that is well designed that is um in the case of a website easy to search um if you have a brochure that's easy to read the type is a clear face um you know it's it's pretty without being um you know overly uh, dramatic so to speak it goes a long way for people to realize that if you are putting that effort, that thought, into presenting yourself, you're going to put just as much thought into building the case, building the research, um, defending them or, or uh, that you need to. And they know that that's, that that's right. going to be part of your service. That thoughtfulness is going to be part
0: of your service very good information this is just a, you know it's such a, a important thing to do and again um many people don't know a lot of this information because it's not their business to think or or do a lot of the marketing, brand building, and credentialing, especially Mm -hmm. when we have attorneys or accountants or other professionals. They're there to do their job, Um, you know, and it's very nice to have uh, such great services and and companies like all of ours out there, you know, to all our own horns here. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that what we're all trying to do is help the local and solo and small firms and businesses, uh, you know, have access to all these great services. So I, I really appreciate both of your contributions.
1: Well, thank
2: you very much.
0: And thank, thank you Nick. for calling in today, too.
2: I appreciate uh, the information that uh, Rebecca was able to put out there.
0: All right. Rebecca, do you have any final thoughts for anyone who's interested in contacting you?
2: Well, um,
1: actually, there's, a, um, of course, my website Um, which is RollinsPalumbo.com. Phone number is 708-614-9766. And there's also on uh, Saturday, October 30th at 830 in the morning, um, I'm going to be presenting marketing. It's got to be about results at the Olympia Fields Park District, um, Sergeant Means Park Call House. That is right around the corner from the Olympia Fields Country Club. So you can um, come uh, see, learn more about marketing and then uh, go play 18 holes at the Country Club.
0: Very good. All right, well, thank you both to our guests, uh, Rebecca Palumbo of Rollins Palumbo Creative, and for Jim Thompson of Midwest Consulting Group for calling in with his comments today. Um, Again, I'd also like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in, as well as our sponsors today. Number one, the Intellectual Property Law Office of Nancy K. Ducharme. Two, Jim Thompson of Midwest Consulting Group. And three, credit damage expert George Finder. Again, this is a general information program, and the advice shared on the show does not constitute legal or otherwise professional advice. Results may vary based on your specific set of facts and location. You are always encouraged to privately consult a professional and should be advised that the laws may vary from state to state as they could apply to the comments made on this or any other show. Comments made by callers uh, to attorneys and professionals do not constitute attorney, client, or other professional relationships, and all callers do remain confidential unless they otherwise want to introduce themselves. And all rights to this broadcast are reserved by ALRPRA Incorporated. ALRPRA Law Talk Radio's mission is to bring our attorney and non-attorney audiences the tips, tools, and practice area information they can use to be better informed practitioners, consumers, and, as we all navigate, the always evolving practice of law. With guests and listeners located nationwide, we appreciate the opportunity to use this socially networked radio program to bring people together and share collective intelligence. ALRPRA's underlying issues, values, rather, are transparency, flexibility, and humility. We are a full-service law practice management available nationwide when professional quality matters to your firm. Thank you again, and please tune in to the next episode of the Lawyer's Toolbox next Thursday. And also, don't forget to check out the Consumer's Law Journal programs on Tuesdays. All of the broadcast episodes are available on archive at ALRPRA.com. Again, this is Nick Augustine for ALRPRA, and we thank you talking to you next time. Thank you both for tuning in today.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Nick. Have a good day, everyone. You too. Bye.